0: You to be a street cop? All right, so it's Sunday. I got in here on the weekend and I do work seven days a week. I run a few other businesses as well, if you guys don't know. But I'm going to bring you a video today. We're going to talk about something that I checked to Facebook page. We're going to do a video on um, motor vehicle stops, but in the sense of pedestrian stops and, and bicycle stops. But uh, I realize we haven't even discussed arresting for motor vehicle offenses. So let's talk about that today. If you have questions, write in, and I'll address them while you have me live, or you can write in later, or you can message me or email me, whatever you want to do. Uh, for those who are following us, we are going to be going from NJ Criminal Addiction, the new, new company name will be Street Cop Training. Uh, you can go to streetcoptraining.com. You can see our new website And we're working out the rest of the kinks, but you could mess around with it and see a video from some people who attended. But we're doing some cool, cool stuff with it. Anyway, let's move forward with this, because this is the one thing that I have one of my very first slides in the training classes that I do. And uh, I I just can't believe that people do not know this and don't employ it. Or if they know it and they don't employ it, I just don't understand. So we're going to talk about two different cases and what you're allowed to do and what it refers to. And all that stuff. And hopefully you guys get get good shit out of it. All right. So uh, we'll talk about Steve versus Pierce, 1994. And, yeah, this goes back 23 years. May a police officer arrest any person who violates in the officer's presence any provision of Chapter 3 or Chapter 4 of Title 39? And the case says no. Although 39.525 imposes no limits on an officer's authority to arrest for traffic offenses, the statute not be read literally. There are other sources of law, which are case law and also the uh, New Jersey Rules of the Courts, which many of you guys, all that stuff in the hyperlinks here, you'll be able to click it. There are other sources of law that suggest an officer's authority to arrest under 39.525 is and should be restricted to those offenses in which an arrest is necessary to protect the public safety. That's the first caveat. So what that means is, you know, you pull somebody over to 450, uh, you're not going to let them drive away. You're going to, and by the way, know the jo- you guys, guys got to know the caveats in John's Law, too, and, and it catches. You got to be careful with that. We'll go over that another day. Remind me. But. Um, 450, the guy's drunk, you're not going to give him a ticket and him, set him back in the car, you're going to bring him in, you process him, you're going to determine his level of intoxication, you're going to hold him and find a ride or whatever it may be, fill out your John's Law paperwork. Or an arrest is necessary to assure that the offender will respond to a summons. Someone with no identification and who you can't figure out who they are. Also see court rules, 3 colon 3-1 parenthesis C and 7 colon 2-3. Parentheses B. And I'll attach that here so you guys can refer uh, refer to it and Google it. So what does that mean? You're you're pulling a car over. You have a let's take two different scenarios. A front pad, uh, uh, you know, the, the driver. You pull the driver over. Of course, you pull them over. Hey, I'm Officer So and So from this police department. You have your license, registration, proof, insurance. What do they do? Is they, you know, obviously know that most people who don't have a license. Uh, tend to reach for their registration, insurance first, and they come back to you and they do the yell like oh, officer, I don't have my, uh, my driver's license on me. And you're like, all right, that's flag one. Let's see where they go with this. And uh, you're like, all right, what do you have? So they take him out of the car. They give you information. They don't know the social security number. You don't know who they are. You go back to the car. You put it in. Nothing's coming up. You call your dispatch. Hey, you have any record of this guy? Nothing's coming up. And, uh, you know, now you have this guy who's a driver. You can't find him in the computer anywhere. You can't figure out who he is. What do you do with them at this point? Now, there are several thousand police officers that know what they're supposed to do. And there's even tenfold who don't know what they're supposed to do at this point. And there's even more administrators uh, and administration who don't know what to do either. And they have never read this case and they don't understand how to apply correctly. And I've had people argue with me on this. Oh, you can't do this. Yes, you can. Uh, Not only did I do it for probably over a thousand arrests and making that number up. There's other officers in the agency that I worked with and other agencies throughout the state that employ this regularly, and there's no issue. And I made big cases off of this. So what do you do? You're allowed to arrest under Title 39, under 525. When you have a somebody who's an offender of Title 39 and you do not know who they are, you can make the formal arrest. There's no such thing as transporting for identification purposes. Okay, It's handcuffs, arrest, booking sheet, fingerprinting. Or sometimes you put the cuffs on, they're going to tell you right who they are. So guys are always like i always ask to pose this question i'm like what do you do if you're not arresting when you have somebody you're pulling over you don't know who they are what do you do and i've heard things like well my sergeant said to write him a ticket on the name he gave you and if we run into him again and he hasn't been to court we can arrest him at that point what what are you talking about the crazy stuff that cops tell themselves in their brains is amazing to me the rules that people make up because they're not comfortable with using the case law and the rules that the court has, the court has given us. This is – New Jersey Supreme Court has said, hey, we get the cops run into this situation, and they, this is what you're supposed to do. We get you're going to run into this. So here, arrest them, bring them in, and find out who they are. And what you'll find is most people will uh, end up having be, – being wanted uh, or suspended, whatever it may be. And if she comes to my course, we'll talk about how you get people to admit things before you have to bring them in and go through that whole process. Now, scenario two, what if you have a passenger in the motor vehicle who maybe flicked a cigarette out the window or littered or is not wearing a seatbelt and they don't have a driver's license or identification and you can't figure out who they are? Can you arrest them as well? Yeah. Did this all the time as well. Other officers from other states, I'm sorry, from other counties and and <coughs> excuse me, I'm still sick, and municipalities did this all the time. And they do this all the time. And in the class, when you guys are in there's there's 100 guys. I say to everybody in the class, who in here employs this? And, you know, we'll have about five or six guys that raise their hand out of 100. And I'm like, okay, how long have you been arresting people for? And they're like, forever. Have you ever had a problem with it? No. Have I ever had a problem with it? You'd think at a certain point, if if the 200 other police officers that I worked with at my agency uh, were having issues with this, or this was some kind of illegal activity, don't you think a defense attorney would have caught on to this? maybe the prosecutor's office, maybe the AG's office, maybe the FBI. Do you know why nobody gets in trouble for making arrests under these circumstances? Because you're allowed to. That's why. So if you, maybe you have an agency that doesn't feel comfortable with this, you don't have to show them this video. You can print this stuff out and bring it to them and say, hey, look, I run into this scenario. What do you want us to do? There is no such thing as transporting for identification purposes, okay? There's no such thing as that. It's an arrest you're allowed to make. We did it all the time. Anybody who reads case law knows this, right? So if that wasn't good enough for you, the state versus Lark. I'm going to just click down my next slide here. And here's what the court said. This is a 2000. The court said, whether a driver is without a license that persists concealing his identity, an officer may either continue to detain the driver <laughs> excuse me, for further investigation or arrest the driver under 39310 or 39329, which is unlicensed driver or failure to provide documents. In instances such as this, when a driver is without a license and offers false information in response to a reasonable police inquiry, There exists sufficient basis for the police officer to detain the driver for further questioning until the officer learns the true identity of the driver. Whoa! Big, big verbiage there, folks. Gets better. Assuming that the driver persists in concealing his or her identity and there appears to be no other reasonable alternative, the police officer may take the driver into custody. Two pieces of case law plus court rules that say if you don't know who somebody is, you can arrest in lieu of a summons. What more do you want, folks? You want don't call your AP who doesn't know what they're doing. I just had to straighten out an AP this past weekend. I literally had to straighten out an AP and explain the law to him. So be careful with who your resources are. And I always tell people the same thing. Show it to me on paper. I had a guy argue this with me three years ago. You can't do this. I said, uh, yes, you can. He goes, no, you can't. I said, okay, I can show you where you can do it. You show me where you can't. And he just said, well, I just know you can't. That's fine. I get that a lot of this stuff is disturbing and it's And you may be shocked by it. But I'm not here to, I didn't write the case law. I didn't write it. I'm literally giving it to you so you can read it and interpreting it for you. Whatever you guys need, you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. The reason I did this video first is because tomorrow's video we're going to go into is going to now address going into pedestrian and bicycle stops. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hopefully I should be back here tomorrow to give you guys some more stuff. Good luck.